Welcome to the Speaking of Nothing podcast. I hope uh, happy early Halloween. <laughs> I hope uh, I hope you enjoyed. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Um, I think my favorite part is the the throat getting. It sounds. I'm assuming someone's getting their throat slit. That's what it sounds like, right? And then you just kind of hear like the gargle of the blood and whatever. <laughs> I thought about. Doing like, I mean, I'm, I'm, so I made that. I, uh, I was thinking about doing a different one. Also, of course, I was trying to like make my voice like super deep and creepy, but it just came out like echoey and whatever. And <laughs> I just don't have the patience to keep messing with it. But, uh, I was thinking about making one for each episode this month. And of course, that didn't happen. <laughs> but I'll make another one. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll, maybe I'll make another one for next week's episode, but I wanted to at least be a little festive and, uh, celebrate Halloween whichever way I can. And, uh, clearly the best way for me to be festive and celebrate is to, uh, do it on the podcast. So I hope you enjoyed that half as much as I did. Um, and happy early Halloween. Uh, what a weird time to try and celebrate Halloween. Um, of course, everyone immediately just goes, oh, well, it's the holiday where everyone wears a mask. So it's like, it's the perfect holiday, which I guess it kind of is. Obviously, like wearing a fucking Joker mask or whatever. I almost said Batman, and then I realized Batman would be the one mask you can't wear. Um but, you know, it's still different, I would assume, than wearing, like, a Fauci-approved mask. Either way, it's fun to do stuff like that for the podcast. Um, obviously, I love Halloween. Um, gotta be top three of the holidays for me. Um, I was spending the past couple of days trying to think of like fun Halloween stories or just like fun Halloween stuff to talk about. And I don't think I have anything. <laughs> um, I'm trying to go back and think, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of like past Halloweens and what I've done. I'm pretty sure the past couple of years, 
because Halloween's on a Saturday this year, I believe, right? Of course, it's got to be, right? I think, yeah. Of course, the year Halloween falls on a Saturday. I think it's a full moon, too. Is the year we can't do shit, and it just sucks. But um, I don't really have any like fun Halloween stories. I mean, the past couple of years, I've had to work, so I was always working during Halloween, which was kind of fun. It was cool to be on the radio during Halloween, and we would always be a little festive and <clears throat> do similar to what I'm doing and like have spooky sounds and, you know, whatever. Um, but I'm trying to go, to go back even to like when I was a kid and stuff. I never really did anything that crazy or, I mean, I never really went to like like crazy costume Halloween parties. Usually, at least from like as far back as I could remember, working at the Boys and Girls Club was fun. We'd all dress up then. Um, I think one year we like me and a couple other people, we went like as Power Rangers. Um, what else did we dress up as? But that was fun just because like all the kids would dress dress up. Oh, okay. Here we go. No, this is fun. We would do these, the, 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 the high school, the teen side of the Boys and Girls Club was incredible. They would do this amazing haunted house for all the little kids. And a bunch of the teen kids would all get dressed up and they would just build this incredible, incredible haunted house inside the Boys and Girls Club. It was so, so much fun. Um, I used to hang out and just like help around whatever. I think I have like a video too. I used to film, I used to make like little short, little like documentary. I would like document the, uh, the haunted houses and just like the Halloween night. And it was fun because obviously all the kids would dress up and we would decorate the entire Boys and Girls Club. I miss the Boys and Girls Club. <laughs> I miss it so much. That w- It was so much fun. That was like, I guess, the last last couple of Halloweens. I worked at the radio station and, the, the, and then the, the few before that were at the Boys and Girls Club doing haunted houses. There was one year where we took them a bunch of kids to like a legitimate haunted house, like out in Scottsdale. And the one that we went to, I love that I was sitting before the podcast going, I've got nothing. I don't know what to talk about on Halloween. And now, of course, once I actually start thinking out loud, it all comes back to me. But we took like two vans, like 30 kids maybe more, 30, 40 kids, um, all different ages to this haunted house. I think like sixth grade and up, maybe seventh grade and up. And I forget what it was called, but it was so legit. I had never been to a haunted house prior to that. So it was like my first time going to, um, but we pulled up in the van and it was one of those haunted houses where they're waiting for you in the parking lot. So there's like people dressed up with like chainsaws and all kinds of crazy shit waiting for you to park. You jump out of the car and that's, it starts immediately. And I just, I, you know, that's, I think that's, that's the way you should do it. I don't like, what's the, why wouldn't you do that? 
It should just begin immediately. So that was a ton of fun. The kids, I mean, most of the kids loved it. Of course, there were like three or four kids who, as soon as we got there, were like, nope, never mind. No, no way I'm going in there. Absolutely not. And whatever, it's fine. I get it. So we would like rotate through who would sit with the other kids because there were a few kids who legitimately like signed, got the parents to sign the thing and, and stayed after and, and we drove them. But then as soon as we got there and there's some dude waiting in the parking lot, they're like, fuck that. No, thank you. So we had to like rotate through and like, sit, you know, stay with the kids who didn't want to go anymore or whatever. And I think one or two of them maybe kind of like got the courage after like they saw how much fun the other kids were having. And, you know, I remember sitting with a few of them and being like, guys, I know it's scary, but it's also not real. <laughs> I really do miss the Boys and Girls Club so much. If you look, I know things are weird, but if you ever get the time or the opportunity, donate some of your time, volunteer somewhere. It was just those were some of the best years of my entire life. I absolutely loved it so much. Thinking about it just makes me miss it even more. Um, but the haunted houses were super fun. And then, of course, you know, I walked through a couple of the haunted houses with some kids, and it was just ridiculous and super fun. And then, of course, I took it too far at the end, and, like, I found one of the guys, like the parking lot guys, and I told him, I was like, hey, buddy, and I unlocked the van. I'm like, get in the van. <laughs> such a such a dick move. And I go, get in get in the van. I'm gonna when we're we're from the Boys and Girls Club. Like we're gonna load this van up with kids. Just hide in the back. And then when when we when they get in, just scare the shit out of them. <laughs> Seemed like a fun prank. And then we did it. And of course, like three of the girls like had fucking panic attacks and started crying. <laughs> One of them like didn't talk to me for like a week. <laughs> oh, I felt, of course I felt bad, but still it's like, come on. It was fun. Halloween's the best, the best of them. It, it's a close one movie wise. TV show wise, you gotta, I mean, and I know I'm like doing like, it's this whole episode's going to turn into Halloween. And I'm going to do another episode on Halloween. So I should save some of this to do another Halloween-themed episode, but we're just going to get into it. I got, I'll got i figure it out. But um, Halloween movies, got to be up there. I mean, Christmas movies, of course, are great. There's some classics that I'll, I'll watch for the rest of my life. But there's some great Halloween ones. Um. And then, of course, like you go back and like, like TV wise, like my favorite episodes of some of my favorite TV shows are all holiday episodes. Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, th their Halloween episodes are unmatched. Those are they're so good. Um, where they're it's like always Jake and the Captain competing. Those are fun. Um, the Office, of course, had great Halloween episodes. Did Parks and Rec ever do a... They did Halloween, probably. I don't remember. Um, but, you know, Halloween movies, of course. Um, classics, of course, just all like the scary stuff. But then on top of that, too, just like the throwbacks. Like a, like a Casper. I mean, 
I know there was a bunch of those, but like the original one, that was classic. Hocus Pocus, of course. Always got to watch Hocus Pocus, one of my favorites. Um, I watched it already. I should have saved it for Halloween, and this is going to seem ridiculous, but the new Adam Sandler Halloween movie is fucking good. Like, good in the sense that, like, it's incredibly silly, but, like, it's also a legitimate Halloween movie. I loved it. I thought it was great. I'm excited. I'm going to watch it again on Halloween. I'm going to watch, you know, I at least always decorate. Another thing, too, my apartment complex, so awesome. I would legitimately say, like, over 50% of my apartment complex has decorated for Halloween, which is super cool. When I go on my little anxiety walks around the apartment complex, it's like feels like Halloween, which is cool. Um, of course, I decorate as well. You know, nothing crazy, but like throw some lights up at least something. Get the uh, you know get the the festivities going. Try and be festive. Um, giving out candy obviously is going to be weird. I'm not sure how that's going to work, but no one really goes door to door in an apartment complex. I don't have to worry about it. When I lived in a house, that was, of course, a ton of fun, too. I loved giving out candy. But, um, yeah, the new, the new Adam Sandler Halloween movie is absolutely worth it. It's Again, it's so silly. And it's really silly in the beginning. But there's a ton of great cameos. Um, Adam Sandler's character is so strange. But it's great, and it's very, very Halloween. It makes me, like, want to go. Apparently, and obviously it it would make sense, but, like, Salem is, like, a giant fucking tourist spot during Halloween. And that's where the movie takes place, and immediately I'm like, God, how have I never thought, like, that would be so much fun. Um, But anyway, it's a great movie. Halloween's the coolest. Um, It's going to be a bummer, obviously, this year. But... I'm going to I'm going to line up and have a movie marathon and uh you know maybe invite one person over <laughs> to watch movies with me. Um I actually did leave my apartment for an entire night this week, so be proud of me. I actually went out there and 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 lived my life. I believe that was the second time I have spent an entire night away from my apartment complex in seven months so hey you know baby steps y'all i don't know why i said y'all but baby steps we're working we're making it happen so i am excited for halloween for the full moon just to see hopefully maybe some people get dressed up i'll see somebody in a costume and of course be smart out there um i don't know how trick-or-treating is gonna work we all know Leaving the bucket of candy and and the, and the and the note that says "Please only take two doesn't work. Um, so, uh, you know, just be smart when you're going out. If you got kids, obviously you got to figure that stuff out. Um, and if you're just like me, I don't know, just maybe just stay inside, watch movies, have like a friend or two over, whatever it is, you know, um, I went over to a friend's house, we did like a barbecue, and, uh, you know, just caught up, we hadn't seen each other in months, 
And, you know, there was some drinking involved, so obviously that was why I spent I spent the night out. But um, it was nice to get out, see my friend. Um, he also works at home and doesn't really do too much. So it was like a safe little hang. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Find, yeah, there's other ways to find, or there's other ways to find, uh, you know, ways to celebrate. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Either way, just be safe on Halloween. I'll take a break from the Halloween because I've been going at it here for 15 minutes and uh, I got to save some Halloween stuff for next week because, you know, I don't know. We're going to figure it out. Um, But yeah, check out the new Adam Sandler Halloween movie. Watch it on Halloween. It's a a legitimate Halloween movie, I promise. If If you're just, if you're willing to just laugh and be silly, it's totally worth it. Um, quick update on the murder hornets. We talked about this on last week's episode. Uh, we talked about how they were like trying to track them with fucking dental floss and glue and nothing was working. Well, it looks like they finally hunted down the first hornet's nest, which is good. I'm glad they figured it out. First murder, oh boy, first murder hornet nest found in U.S. is about to be destroyed. Uh, so apparently, <laughs> from what I read, and I'm going to go through the story here with you guys right now, but from what I read, uh, they just go up there and just suck all the fucking hornets out with a goddamn, I don't know, giant vacuum. Let's see here. Murder hornets may have invaded Washington state, but that doesn't mean we're going to let them stay. Oh, yeah. Uh, Okay, so the nest was spotted in a tree near Blaine, Washington, uh, after after they tagged and tracked a live Asian giant hornet back to its nest. Sorry, hold on. Get a little phlegmy there. My bad. Is there video? Holy shit, hold on. I think there's video. The successful detection of a nest comes after a trapper on Wednesday collected two live murder hornets caught in a new type of trap uh, the agency placed in the area. Two more live hornets were found in another trap. I wonder what the trap is. All right, hold on. Now I'm looking. Oh, okay. It's like a sticky trap. Whoa, this is crazy. I'll share these videos that I'm watching on the sneak the sneaking whoo sorry guys i've had one glass of wine and i am slurring it up right now um so apparently it's just strawberry jam (laughs) again i'll share these videos i'm going to share this video right now on the speaking of nothing twitter account um So I guess they just put down some strawberry jam (laughs) and then lasso them. It looks like they've got like some sort of, maybe they figured something out better than fucking, what was it? Floss? (laughs) Anyway, um, a small group of murder hornets can kill an entire honey beehive in a matter of hours. That's so crazy. Um, So quick update. Uh, They did find a nest, which is great, and they destroyed it. And, uh, you know, what a job. 
just imagine like that is your career at the moment at least i mean i'm sure they do a lot of stuff with i don't know bees i would assume i don't know who else would be in charge of that but uh your job is just to like track violent murder hornets so wild we live in the weirdest timeline ever but yes, that is your update on the murder hornets. It seems that they are on the right track. And hopefully we'll take care of that. Because again, those things are just here to fucking... I mean, look, they're not going to... It's not like we're going to all die from murder hornets. But they're going to kill bees. And we don't have a lot of bees left. So, um, Another cool thing that uh, I wanted to talk about was the NASA spacecraft that successfully touched down on an asteroid. This story is so crazy. So they basically built um, this probe called OSIRIS-REx. It's as big as a 15-passenger van, and it was aiming for a specific spot in a uh, boulder crater, basically an asteroid. So they shot this fucking probe into space, I believe, here we go, yeah, okay, hold on. So, okay, this was updated a few days ago. But I have the full story, so hold on, let me see. Uh, a NASA spacecraft successfully touched down on a skyscraper-sized asteroid 200 million miles away. So, okay, let's just break this down. They shot OSIRIS-REx, which is a probe the size of a 15-passenger van, into space, it then went 200 miles, 200 million miles, 200 million miles away, and they were able to successfully land it on a fucking asteroid. I mean, if that doesn't blow your mind, I don't know what will. Also, I know it's a little different, but you got to assume that... I mean, <laughs> imagine being the guy. I'm just like picturing um, somebody like with like a joystick and they're just like sweating and there's just like a screen in front of them and they're just like trying to land this thing. Just imagine like that's your job. One guy's, you know, stalking murder hornets. Another one has got a joystick and he's fucking flying a 15 passenger probe called Osiris Rex 200 million miles away and then also trying to land it on a moving asteroid and then also fucking collect so, okay so that was the point so NASA spacecraft so it successfully touched down on a skyscraper uh 200 million miles away and then it also successfully collected a small amount of rock and dust that can then be returned to earth so Look, obviously, it's they're going to learn a lot about deep space by collecting this stuff. Um, because of the coronavirus pandemic, only a skeleton crew was at the spacecraft's operations center. There were only observers during the event because it took more than 18 minutes for messages from the spacecraft to reach them. That, too. That's pretty crazy. They could get a response from a spacecraft that's 200 million miles away in 18 minutes. Uh, they received no images, only a trickle of data. 
But uh, the team jumped up and cheered when they learned that the probe had determined that it was safe to proceed to the surface. Moments later, touchdown was declared. So this story that I'm reading from is a couple of days old, but I got a new story that I don't know where it is exactly. I'm not going to search for it right now because I do enough. (laughs) I should have prepared. But the story that I read earlier today um, that you could hear on the micro audio app that I now work for. (laughs) Go check that out if you haven't. Um, So they collected a bunch of rock and dust and stuff, but apparently the one thing they didn't calculate is exactly how much they were going to collect. Here, let me see. No, I see. I try and I I like to assume I could explain these uh, these stories on my own, Um, but I can't. I'm not that smart, so I need to find. Let me see here. Um... The spinning top-shaped asteroid named Bennu is one of close to a million known asteroids in our solar system. That's crazy. Uh, Scientists want to study it in part to improve our planetary defenses against potentially dangerous space rocks. That's crazy, too. Millions of asteroids, and we don't get hit every day. Uh, Bennu, for example, has a small chance of someday striking Earth. Okay, never mind. All right. Um... Our most recent calculations suggest that it has about a 1 in 2,700 chance. All right, I'll take my chances. The good news is such an impact would not occur for at least 150 years. All right, we're all good. Um, Scientists also want to study the asteroid like this one because they're thought to be nearly pristine time capsules, leftover bits from the early solar system that have gone undisturbed for billions of years. See, that's crazy. They're about to bring back, like, pieces of a rock that's billions of years old. That's so fucking crazy. Um, but the one thing in here, let me pull it up. I know I could I could find it quickly. I promise. We're not going to have, you won't have to listen to me, Google. Um, if I just think, I could pull it up relatively quick here. Um, let me see. Okay. NASA spacecraft, uh, the OSIRIS-REx was tasked with collecting a sample from the asteroid Bennu. It was supposed to get two grams of dirt and rocks for scientific research. NASA says the sample collector appears to be full. Uh, The agency says its lid is slightly wedged open by rocks. Okay, so they like scooped up a bunch of stuff, but scooped up a little too much. Uh, They think some particles are escaping uh, as a result, but NASA is taking measures to preserve the remaining material and prevent further loss. So they got a little extra. They got a little more than what they were looking for. But hey, either way, so cool. Like I said, they're collecting rocks, uh, pieces of a rock from billions of years ago. Now, again, I'm not smart enough to even realize what you could learn from that, but you got to be able to learn something. I mean... I would hope multiple things. (laughs) It's just so crazy that, again, we could shoot a fucking probe the size of a van 200 million miles away, and it could land on an asteroid that's moving. I didn't even say how fast it's moving. And then collect a bunch of rocks from this skyscraper-sized asteroid and then somehow bring it back to Earth. I mean, I would assume I'll keep you updated on this. I, of course, will keep myself updated. 
but I would love to know exactly how. Well, let's read the rest of the article, Rob. Maybe they tell you. Um, Osiris Rex launched in 2016 and has been orbiting the asteroid since 2018. That's crazy. I guess, yeah, if the, if the asteroid's big enough, you could just like, you could get sucked into the orbit. As soon as it arrived there, scientists got a close-up look at the space object and realized that Bennu was nothing like they thought. They expected the surface to be relatively smooth and covered with fine grain materials like sand and said they saw boulders everywhere. Woo! I guess you can't really... Oh, there's some photos. It's pretty wild. I'll share this too on the Speaking of Nothing Twitter account if you want to check it out. Um... The sample collector is at the end of an 11-foot-long arm and looks, quote, a bit like an air filter you might see in an older car. Okay. It's unclear how much dust and rock the collector managed to ingest. I already figured that out. Eventually, whatever gets collected will be stowed in a secure return capsule. See? Just read the rest of the article, Rob. (laughs) And then you'll get the rest of the information. Eventually, whatever gets collected will be stowed in a secure return capsule, and the spacecraft will depart for Earth in March of 2021, once it reaches our planet in September of... Damn, so we won't even get this until September of 2023. It will release the sample return capsule, which will parachute down to Utah. That is so fucking nuts. Um, They've been working on this mission for 16 years. It feels... Almost as if the spacecraft is part of our team. That's adorable. You talk to it on a daily basis. It's kind of like our eyes and ears out in the deep solar system. We're going We're going out there to retrieve this scientific treasure and bring it back to Earth. So fucking cool. I mean, congratulations to <laughs> all of those people. I don't know. I get so pumped about that stuff. It's so cool. I mean, just... I, I couldn't fathom being smart enough to figure any of that out. So it's just so cool that you could just like read about it and see photos and just, I don't know. Somebody set a reminder for September, 2023. <laughs> Hopefully things are still around. Hopefully the whole world isn't on fire by then. Um, but super, super cool. Um, I think, I think that's everything I wanted to, uh, oh, really quick. I shared this photo on Twitter. But, and look, y'all know I love, the second time I've said y'all today. I don't know where the y'alls are coming from. But you guys know I love a good conspiracy theory. And my new favorite is that the White House has multiple Melania Trumps. <laughs> I know we're at 30 minutes here. We're going to get out. I'm going to get out of here. But and I don't want to be the guy who spends another 15 minutes on this conspiracy theory. But if you do follow me on Twitter, check out my latest post. Oh, God. Sorry. Sorry. Um, There is a photo of Trump getting on. I don't know. It doesn't say what he's getting on. It looks like he's getting on some sort of helicopter. And what is supposedly Melania Trump is standing right behind him. And the photo is fucking sketchy. Not the photo itself. It's just 
what what is supposed to be Melania Trump looks nothing like Melania Trump. Of course, Twitter went ape shit as soon as the photo started circulating, and you know she's got big sunglasses on, but like the structure of her face and like she's smiling, which is like you never see. Basically, what I'm getting at is I'm a I'm about ninety nine percent sure they have multiple Melania impersonators. And one of them was finally caught on on camera and, you know, Twitter did a deep dive. Um, I'm going to do some research. I'm going to get more details and we're going to really break this down on the next episode. (laughs) We'll do half Halloween, half Melania Trump conspiracy theories. But look at the photo that I posted. It doesn't look anything like her at all. Again, She's smiling, which she never does. The bone face structure is totally different. She's got the big sunglasses on. It's just like, and why wouldn't they? Such a Trump thing to do would be like, let's just get a couple of women that look exactly like my wife. Because, I mean, look, how many fucking photos and videos have we seen where she doesn't want to be anywhere near him or touch him or, you know, she's never smiling. Anyway. I just wanted that on record. I'm going to make sure I save that for next week's episode. I'll get more details. We'll really get into it. Uh, If you want to prepare yourself for that, again, I've got it on my Twitter as well. I'll share it on the Speaking of Nothing Twitter. Um, But let's get out of here. Of course, we need to thank our sponsor, Paradise Adult Boutique. Please support the people that support the podcast. 130 West Osborne Road in Phoenix. Open seven days a week, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Couples are welcome. Singles are welcome. Everybody's welcome. Make sure you're wearing a mask when you show up. They do have COVID guidelines, of course. Um, if you're going to go down there, you know, maybe just one of you guys. If you're, if, you're, if you're a couple going down, maybe just one person goes in or one person goes whatever. If you both want to go, that's fine. Just make sure you wear a mask. Uh, follow them on Twitter at Paradise Adult AZ. Of course, I tell you guys all the time, there's a ton of great giveaways always happening. Um, if you follow them, if you've got a Twitter, follow them on Twitter and join in on all of the great giveaways. Uh, they do these like really cool mystery boxes, all kinds of great stuff. So please support Paradise Adult Boutique. They support the podcast, 130 West Osborne Road in Phoenix. And again, on Twitter at Paradise Adult AZ. Um, leave a I saw a couple of people actually left reviews for the podcast if you got an iPhone if you got the app store whatever um leave a leave five stars leave a review just type something quick it's great um I believe let's I'm not gonna pull it up it's too much work but I think the last person that left a review was somebody named Holly so thank you, Holly, for leaving a review. I really do appreciate it. And then, of course, too, guys, you could become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Uh, just check the link in my Instagram or my Instagram bio or my Twitter bio. Um, there is a link in there that will take you to a place where you could become a monthly supporter of the podcast. If you would like to do that, I would greatly appreciate it. If not, totally fine. Podcasts will always be free. I just want to mention it just in case because, you know, a few of you guys have been doing it, which is cool. So I really do appreciate that. Um, But either way, thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope you have a safe and fun Halloween. Of course, I will be back on Halloween Day for the last uh, podcast of the month. So make sure you're uh, tuning in for that. 
And uh, again, yeah, just enjoy yourself. Be safe. Have fun on Halloween. And uh, if you haven't done so yet, please vote. Please vote. Please, please, please. Uh, I believe you can't. I believe it's done early voting. I don't. I'm not going to say. I don't know for sure. But just vote, please. Either way, whatever you do, just vote. Okay. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, I'll talk to you guys next week. funky zombie that doesn't speak a broken bride with blood in her hair but nobody cares nobody cares the boogeyman has bugs in his teeth a pirate pulls a sword from its sheath frankenstein is out of his mind and all i want to do is trick or treat <laughs> On the corner, I can feel the fear getting warm. As I knock upon the door, I fall through the floor. My eyes bulge out and horror. Through the darkness, I can see a ghoulish thing, the likes of which no mortal's ever seen. He gets closer and closer. I say, No, sir, no, sir. Then he whispers, Happy Halloween. <laughs> Treat.